How are we doing, ladies and gents? Thank you all so much for joining us once again. This is the Two Bums and a Mike Sports Podcast. To support the podcast, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere that you get your podcasts. To support the podcast as well, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter, Two Bums and a Mike Sports Podcast. As always, I am joined by my lifelong friends, Christian Landreth and Kevin Ellaby. You can follow them both respectively on Twitter at C underscore Landy 88 and at Bum underscore Major. I am your host, Michael Marsden. You can follow me on Instagram at MarsRover31 and Kevin underscore Woods. 31. If you know, you know. As always, this is the Two Bums and a Mike Sports Podcast. Fellas, what's going on? Living the dream, baby. Living the dream. Living the dream. That is all we can have. Having fun. (laughs) Having fun. So, I actually wanted to get straight into the overrated, underrated segment of our episodes. Our favorite thing to do now. And I think I got a pretty good one for you guys. And I'm curious to hear what your responses are. Because I think this could be a really, really good topic and debate. Not just for us, but really for our city of Chicago as a whole. And I overheard this conversation on sports radio. And it was... Bring it up. And the question was... With the Chicago Bears pretty much now... Going to be going to Arlington Heights stadium in like three, four, five years, however long it's going to take them until we officially know. It sounds like this is a done deal. It's like, I guess it's like 95% done and it's just a foregone conclusion at this point that they're going to leave Soldier Field and they're going to build their own stadium in Arlington Heights. With that being said, the city is profusely trying to keep the Bears at Soldier Field. And if the Bears do and do in fact leave to go to Arlington Heights and build their own stadium, you know, Soldier Field is going to be left over. They're not going to demolish it, at least I don't think so. And the question was brought up, and it's actually uh, it's actually a very real possibility, is that there could be another team occupy that stadium. And what I mean by that is an AFC Chicago NFL team being created to then be the home at Soldier Field. So I asked you guys this, overrated or underrated, the idea of an AFC Chicago NFL team. Kev, what are your thoughts? Oh, overrated. I God, I hate <laughs> the idea of this. This is awful. Like, no. Really? Why? I, I just I do not support it. It's the Chicago Bears. I this is I, I understand when it comes to baseball, we have the White Sox and the Cubbies, but I mean, come on. It's the Chicago Bears. I, I, we don't need another team. Because Well, they're still going to be the Chicago Bears if they yeah, go to Arlington, Arlington Heights. Just, yeah, but we don't need another team in like in Chicago. We just don't. I don't Why I don't not? I just don't. It's the Chicago Bears. It's one team. I don't want it to change. Yeah, but there's there's still the Chicago Cubs and Chicago White Sox. And there's no, really no conflict in that other than the rivalry. This will be just another big rivalry. Oh, I know. I maybe I'm a stickler to change in that aspect, but I I really don't want it to happen. But again, you know, 
you think of Seattle. I mean, they got the Krakens, you know. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that that's another team added. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it'll make the city more money. Let's be real. So, Lori Lightfoot and the gang will be happy. <laughs> um, but, I don't know. It's, it's my Chicago Bears. I don't want to. I, I, I just want Chicago Bears. But yeah, all right, but, Mr. Packers fan. Yeah, I was say, you're I a fake, know, you're like, a fake Packers fan Chicago. anyway. Hey, listen, I love my Packers. You don't no, you, no, you don't. You don't love your Packers. You love Aaron Rodgers. I you're not a Packers Rogers, fan. You're a fake Packers, Packers fan. No, I, no, no, no. My dad was both a Packers and a Bears fan. I followed suit. No, 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 no. no let's nah, not get no, this twist. No, no. You, if Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver tomorrow, you follow him more than you would the Packers. No. Incorrect. Yeah. Okay. Incorrect. <laughs> whatever. Incorrect. You, you could keep uh, denying that, but whatever. Christian, what are your thoughts on uh, this potential AFC Chicago NFL team? Overrated. Overrated? Really? Yeah. Explain. You don't need it. Why it's is just- that? Uh, it's just, it, you know, it's it's it, again. I'm gonna go. It's the Chicago Bears. Um, Thank you. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna follow another Chicago football team other than the Bears. I'm sorry. It's Correct. just not gonna happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna jump in real quick. I just think if you think about the fan base, you know, like Christian said, it's the Chicago Bears. Like, are the fans in Chicago are gonna be 110 percent? Behind the Bears, if they make a new team, who's gonna jump ship and go vote, you know, and go be a fan of the Chicago whatever, you know? I just know. Yeah, and, you know, and and it's like with the Cubs and the White Sox, it's like, oh, you can, you know, they have two, they have two baseball teams. What's the problem? Well, they those two franchises have been around forever, so to to bring in another another football team in Chicago it's 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 gonna first of all it's not gonna work because the fans won't won't support it it right. won't make any money and it's it, it it's it's just not gonna work here in Chicago because it's it's the Bears and the Bears only when it comes to football and you know because the Bears are <laughs> one of the oldest if not the oldest uh, football team in the NFL so it's just it wouldn't work. Um, it'd be stupid. Um, it'd just be another another failed experiment by the city. So you if, guys, if the bears are moving. If the bears are moving, then they're moving, and the city's just gonna have to eat it. You guys sound like the most stereotypical old men. No change. Progress. No things need to stay the same forever. Okay, let me let me let me give my perspective on this. This is a huge underrated. I think this oh would God. be this would be a fantastic idea, and I'll no. tell you why. Now I was quiet when you guys were talking. Now you guys, let me say what I have to say. This okay, it's gonna be wrong. <laughs> okay, and here we go again. I didn't talk when you talk, so now you shut up. Okay, so. Here's my thoughts. It's underrated very much so, and I'll tell you why. First of all, you said that it won't make any money and nobody will care. BS. And I'll tell you, because the Bears, whether we want to admit it or not, whether you guys want to face reality or not, have been 
absolute mediocre at absolute best for the last what 40 some odd years since the 85 Super Bowl and before that were crap for 30 years before that they had one really good season of absolute domination and then just completely fell off the face of the planet you're gonna you guys are gonna get you guys are gonna stand there and tell them after all these years for multiple generations of frustration and anger and disappointment after all of this stuff and they officially move and go to Arlington Heights you're gonna stand there and tell me that nobody's gonna at least try to like you know what I'm done with the Bears they've disappointed me for so many years I'm gonna go for this new team you're gonna say that nobody's gonna do that come on be, I'm be just, realistic I'm gonna, I'm gonna, here. And then, no, 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 not done. I'm not this. done. I'm not done. So he, you now you know you talk about money. You talk about money. First of all, the NFL is going to do this, whether the whether the city wants to do it or not, whether the people want to do it or not. The NFL as a whole is going to do this because right now it's going to make them a hell of a lot of money because Chicago is one of the three biggest cities in the whole country. You're going to mean to tell me that they're not going to jump on the opportunity to make a whole nother NFL team where the Bears are already one of the most legendary and iconic iconical, like franchises, not just in the NFL, but in the country? Seriously? You're going to say that for, for this city? No, 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 no. That's not how this is going to work. If the Bears move to Arlington Heights, I can guarantee you that some AFC team would to occupy Soldier Field. And honestly, this would be great because now it becomes a huge rivalry. The Bears against uh, uh, whatever, you know. Now that becomes the talk of the town. Now that becomes the face of the city. It's a brand new team, like new kids the on the block. The face of hey. the city? Okay. What is this? Now hold on. You oh. are you are you're, you're, for the you're time being because new is usually very popular. You guys are right now telling me that you guys are afraid and won't handle the change. You I'm guys afraid. are afraid. We're just saying you guys. Facts that it's not going to no, work. No, this is what you, yeah because you are you guys can't see how this would work because it's different because the Bears have been the Chicago Bears and only the Chicago Bears for what. A hundred years almost. We're so used to this that it's hard for you guys and a lot of other people to comprehend there being anything different in the football scheme of things. You brought up before, Christian, they're like, yeah, there's the Cubs and White Sox, but they've been around this whole time because we're used to that being two teams. If this, if it was only the White Sox for now a hundred and what, 15-esque years, and now all of a sudden, here come the Chicago Cubs, brand new baseball team. We'd be having the same exact conversation of a National League Chicago team. Like, no, this is stupid. It's, it's the White Sox team, the White Sox city only. It's their city. This is stupid. Blah, 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 blah. We'd be having the same exact conversation because it's different and it's Michael, new. Michael, I'm going what? to disprove your whole point. Hold on, I'm not finished. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna finished. I'm going to be done. Give me, give me one more segment. So, and now we talk about the two teams. Now, if you ever notice about any other, not just baseball, but all different types of sports, ba uh, baseball, hockey, football, basketball, whatever, in the in this country of the United States, when there's cities with two or even more teams in it, especially in the same, what happens? They push each other. 
they push each other to be better because the other team was like, oh, they're going to do it. No, we got to one up that we got to try to be better. We got to try to do this and this and this and this. So now each team elevates itself to be better. And this goes back to the conversation of many episodes before. Competition is good. Competition creates improvement on both sides because they don't want to be the guy in last. They don't want to be the looking down on before like no this other team's the top guy no we want to be the top guy so it keeps going up and up and up and up in both teams when you guys want something for the chicago bears organization to try and be better at because they solely hold the chicago city for, for the football side of things if there's another team and they become the talk of the town and they become really good really fast and they're they're, they're taking over the nfl when you think like the Bears, like no, no, we're, no, let's get, let's let's start kicking ass and let's start getting down to the business and let's start being better. Now they have a motive to be better because they haven't had a motive in forty-five freaking years. Competition yeah. is good. If there's another team in the in in the Chicago NFL scheme in the AFC, there can only be good things that come out of this. In okay. my opinion, are, are I'm done, done now. I'm done. Okay, now. I'm gonna disprove your fact. You, you said, well. You know, wouldn't you think, you know, Bears fans, after being disappointed for years and years and years, would say, I'm done with this? Why are there still Cubs fans then after 108 years? I literally was going to say that. Like, Why? They, they're thick and, thick and thin. They're there. Because they, because they already have the alternatization of the White Sox. There's always been the two. There's always been the one Chicago Bears. Now that there's another team, there's going to be people that gravitates towards the the Chicago, um, you know, the 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 Chicago, whatever the hell you guys want to put put a Chicago X, whatever name you want to put in there. You want you're not gonna you're gonna tell me that nobody would go to the home opener. Nobody would go see them. Nobody would go see a brand new NFL team in the city of Chicago. Give me a break. Unless they got a stacked team and people were bandwagoning because they're like, okay, this team stacks, so we're going to follow them. And I, I'm not saying like you guys, like like us three or whoever, like they have to be the fans of the new team. I'm not saying that at all. You guys want to still be Bears fans and like screw the other team. Go on ahead. I'm not saying you guys have to do that. I'm just saying that there's going to be people that follow this team and become a fan of this team and forget the Bears and will turn to the other side and go, like still go to Soldier Field where they occupy it there. There's going to be people like that, and there's going to be a lot. That's just the reality of it. There's, there's, uh, yeah. I, I guess we mean, I guess I'm going to have to strongly agree to disagree with you, Mike. Um, there's there's I, not going to be a lot of people because... <laughs> I don't know about that, man. I'm, I, telling, I, oh, I'm telling you guys, the, it's, it's, it's this is one of the happen. biggest markets in the whole country, let alone the whole world. Honestly, you think of like the whole world, you think of London, England, you think of New York City, you think of Chicago, you think of LA, you think of Paris, France, you think of like the biggest cities and like locations in the whole world. Chicago's up there. You think they're not going to capitalize on another team? The city is desperate to make money. You think that another team that's in their city is not going to make a more money? They're going to do this. But if the city if, if the city doesn't do it first, the NFL would do it because they've been wanting to do they this might, for a long they time. They might put they might put a uh, 
whatever this new football league team is in there, but they're not going to put another NFL team in there. No, it's, it's not going to happen. I, I and if can... they do, it's going to fail, and then they're going to move, and, and it's just not going to work. I'm sorry, okay. like. Okay, then let me ask you this. So, for the sake of the argument, the Bears officially move out of Soldier Field and go to Arlington Heights. Okay? They build the stadium. They're there. What do they do with Soldier Field if nobody's going to occupy it? Are they going to tear it down? No, but they'll do something with it. But, but, it, but, uh, but is, another, there, any, is there anything that they can do that will make as much money as the Bears do in it right now? No. Then, then, then your argument isn't valid. What? If they don't... What? Because if, if there's nothing that's going to substantially equal the Bears of what they do there, and if they're not going to tear it down, then they got to do something to make that money back. Because the Bears move out and go to Arlington Heights. The Chicago Bears, not to the city. And the city is already in much debt as it already is. They're going to do what they can to make more money. And if another team is going to be what they it is, and they're going to do that. They can try, but it's not going to work. I'm sorry. Well, not, everything they've I, tried, I everything I, they've tried to work. do, everything they've tried to do has failed. So it's 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 just not going to work, Mike. So, um, start, so when we started this conversation, who wants a new team? When did this discussion arise? This has been going on for like this is really like since the idea of the Bears potentially moving to Arlington Heights, like what over a year ago. This discussion has been up. Yeah, and but honestly, who, who's the, bringing it up? The city, the the city, sports media, sports radio, ESPN analysts, everybody. Everybody has, has the NFL said anything? Yeah, go look it up. Oh God, this is a thing. They can do it. No one's gonna go, dude. I'm, t- I'm telling no you, you're one's wrong. going to go. You don't have to go, and you could say it's. And you may not think, but here's the reality of it: it's going to happen. And when it does happen, there's going to be people. While looking in there to watch this new team easily and will just say, shut up and take my money. I want to see this new team because I'm done with the Bears. I like how he said frolic. That's what they're going to do. The, the Bears yeah. fans that become traitors are going to frolic in yeah, the, oh in the soldier Cause, field. Because they don't sell out. Bears don't with sell the, out with the football already. You guys sound like such old men that are such traditional. No, we, we're just... We're not traditionalists. You guys are we're just, so we're, we're just realists. We're just bro. we're realists. We <laughs> understand what this city. The Bears have been around since the NFL has been around. And that's my point of you guys can't comprehend changing something different. That's why you're okay. constantly saying that this is the, bad. This okay, is stupid. Blah fine. blah blah. If, no, I'm I'm not saying it. I'm not saying that you know no change is bad. But if if they do change. It's gonna be. It's it's not gonna go well. It's not gonna. We're not saying it's bad. We're just saying it's not going to work, Michael. That's I don't. See, I don't see an say. issue with two NFL teams making double the money, double the exposure, double the popularity in Chicago football, and we desperately wanted popularity but in the NFL for the Bears. It's yes, it is. Double. Because more people are gonna watch because no. there's two teams. The only no. the only thing I'm gonna agree with with Mike. Is that it would create rivalry and people like that rivalry. I, so, I'm with you on that, but I just don't see it working. Not because Chicago were we're a people that are very loyal and like you know White Sox fans we're in it to the end. Cubs fans they're in it to the end. Bears in it to the end. Like now you're adding a new team. Like you think they put another hockey team? People are gonna go yeah screw the Blackhawks. 
We're gonna. I mean, I'm not well, gonna lie. They're not doing good. But yeah, like right now, time, they might. Yeah. That, but but, that, like, <laughs> but that, that, that's the same thing as I was just saying. You guys are like, well, they probably would because the Hawks are really bad. The Bears are really bad and have been there for 45 years. So that's the same exact thing. If there was a new Chicago NFL team, you'll tell me that nobody would even consider going to them. As you literally just said that they would if there was a new hockey team. Okay, so, so okay, the, the difference between the no, Black there's Hawks, no difference. The difference. How between can there the be a difference, compared, Michael? Okay, I let you talk. Let me talk. Um, the difference between the Hawks and the Bears is that the Blackhawks just started their rebuild, and. The Bears, have been I know the, the Bears have been in a real rebuild for a while, but there's a direction. There's a we just got a whole new front office, whole new coaching staff. They literally did that four years ago with Trubisky when all that happened. Okay, yes, yes, but we all knew that Trubisky was a bad pick. Were we booing Justin Fields when he got picked? No, we were all yelling and screaming over the phone when we watched him get picked. There is hope right now for the Bears that this thing is turning around and and Bears fans it, it's just like the it's like I say with the Cubs the Cubs had been bad they for 108 years straight and they still sell out Wrigley Field every game because they're a tourist attraction Am I am, am I am I wrong in saying that Wrigley Field and the Chicago Cubs okay, are yes, now a it, tourist it might attraction be, it's a tourist attraction but <laughs> Do you <laughs> I am having a time here. Um, okay, yes, it's a tourist attraction, but it's still pet. I mean, they some guy made a song for the Cubs after every time they won. They don't get to play it now much often because they suck again. But uh, <laughs> it's just the, the part that you're not getting is that Chicago is a very we're in it till the very end no matter what win lose or draw we are going to support our teams and right. there's there's going to be very minimal people that are going to want to the mo- the people that will go to watch a new football team in Chicago are people that aren't already bears fans correct and like i know we were talking about the blackhawks and like at the end of it, like, yeah, they're not good, but people were still going to play in the Blackhawks. Like, yeah, we joke around that they would leave, but at the same time, like, they're Blackhawks fans. Like, what am I going to do? Become a Chicago whatever fan? Like, I've been a Blackhawks fan since the beginning. Why the hell would I? That's like, what I'm saying for loyal. you in particular. If you guys are no, in but particular if you're a Blackhawks fan, you're loyal. If you're a Bears fan, you're loyal. I'm gonna be the honest, Kev. Like, I don't go or that do not watch Chicago sports. I, the, Kev, I'm gonna, gonna be honest. Like, you guys have the. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be real with you. you. Guys have the mentality right now of being like of of the loyalists, and I commend you for that, and I love that because I am that too. I'll still be a Bears fan, but here's the thing. I'll pay attention to them. And I'm like, you know what? Let's see where this goes. And I will watch them and I will be a fan of them because it's now another Chicago team. And if you guys know me at all, I can't speak for you guys and how your guys' mindset is about this. But for me in particular, if you're a Chicago team, whether at the highest level of the baseball, basketball, NFL, whatever, if you make your playoffs, 
I'm rooting for you, and I want you guys to succeed because this is my hometown. When I'm a die-hard, die-die-die-hard White Sox fan, as we all are. When the Cubs were in the playoffs, I watched every single game and I rooted my ass off like they were my team because of the history, because of what it meant to this. And then as soon as it was done, okay, what can the White Sox do to capitalize on this? That's how I am with the Bulls. That's how I am with the Bears. That's how I am with the Hawks. That's how I am with literally anybody that's on TV that's Chicago sports. If the Chicago Flyers, as a name, go to the... Soldier Field to be the AFC team. I I will watch their games, but I'll still be a Chicago Bears fan. And if they get to the playoffs, you bet your ass that I'm going to be rooting for them to beat whoever to make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, I I, I get it. Like when you said about the Cubs, you know, when they were going to the World Series, like yes, I watched them too. I was excited for them, but we all know we're diehard Sox. Fans. Yeah. So it's exactly. Like, so so I get it but i just the overall idea of a new football team in chicago does not appeal to me and that's fair that's fine it just i'm just saying not. i think there's going to be a lot more people than you guys think if there will be if there will be a afc chicago team i think there'll be more people than you guys think that's just my opinion uh well i'd buy tickets to the I'd- tailgate and leave <laughs> Everybody does that to the Bears anyway. Me They're not even fucking Christian watching. Go have some beverages and then we'll head home. Guys, everybody does that for the Bears anyway. They know they're no good, and everybody just it gets drunk really fast. I mean, that's the money. I mean, that's, yeah. that's where it's at, baby. So I, I feel like we can put this discussion to bed. But yeah, in, in, in my in my opinion, I feel like it, there's more good and more pros to this than there are cons and negatives to this. Let's sidetrack now, and to finish off this episode, let's let's go back to baseball. All right, Let, let's go on the topic of baseball, Thank and God. let's kind of let, <laughs> let's let about uh, own like p- kind of personal preference baseball. Picks. I want to go over a little list with you guys, and I want to start with this. We're going to talk about a few different things about players, either right now or throughout history. But we're just going to start with this. We, we, we love to do our overrated, underrated segment every single episode. So I'm going to start with these two questions. Number one, we'll start with Christian. Christian, what is your most underrated player? My most underrated player in baseball is Mark Burley. Mark Burley. Interesting. Why? Uh, just, just cause, uh, I mean, I, I watched him for pretty much, it feels like, felt like my whole life. Um, but just the way he pitched and the way he got guys out, um, and just the, you know, if you, you call on Mark Burley, he's going to get it done, you know, no matter what. Um, and just it, nobody ever talks about him. He's, he's been on the whole hall of fame ballot for like two or three years now and gets like maybe five percent of the votes um i think he deserves it um so i just uh, i just think he's he's overlooked in a lot of ways as uh you know a really good pitcher dominant um 
you know, in that uh, 05, um, can't remember what game it was. Uh, it was, you know, like the 14th inning and game three. Game three, and he comes in and closes the game, and you know we we go on to eventually sweep sweep the Astros. While he series. was while he was uh, a little tipsy there too. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because he didn't think he was pitching, and then uh, he got the call, came in, and got the job done. <laughs> um, I guess like I guess the story goes is that uh, by like the I think like ninth inning or so, it was still time. And he talks to Don Cooper, the then pitching coach, and he goes, I'm not going to be needed tonight, am I? He's like, no, 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 you're not going to be needed. And it goes on to the 14th inning. He gets a call. Hey, we need you to start warming up as he's like three, four beers in. Watching <laughs> the game because he wasn't going to pitch. And he and he warms up and he gets the save in game three of the World Series while three, four beers in. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, it, it, he's just, he's one of the most dominant pitchers that I've ever watched. Um, I mean, he was just a guy who, who got on the mound, got on the rubber and just pitched. Didn't matter if you, the batter wasn't ready or not. He is throwing that thing somewhere fast, in man. the strike zone. Yes. Love to um, work fast. So, and uh, Jerry hated him because uh, the games were so fast. He couldn't uh, make a lot of money on concession sale, sales. Leave it to Jerry. Don't only care about his money. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, what is your most underrated player, either current or? Yeah, I'm doing a current boy. Um, obviously, we talk about him a lot, but Andrew Vaughn. Um, oh. You know, a lot of people see him as just an okay player, new guy coming in. He's young, but of course, we all know that he is going to be. I'm like, at least I know, like. He's going to do so well for the White Sox. He's super underrated. He needs he needs a little more hype because he's going to be hitting well this season. He's playing well. I mean, right now he's on the IL, but um, you know, he's. I definitely think he deserves to be a little hyped up a little bit. I'm. Uh, yeah, that's good. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> s- stick with the uh, the current players as well. But I'm actually gonna go. I'm gonna go. The most underrated player to me personally in MLB is Bryce Harper. That that's my guy. I feel like Bryce Harper is more or less thought of as overrated to a lot of people. But if you really look at his stats, he literally won the MVP last year. He's a constant 280 to 300 hitter, constant 25 to 40 home runs, and like 90 to 100, 90 to 100 RBIs every single year. People keep saying that he's overrated because he hasn't won any championships yet. But you know what? If you if we're taking the championships out of this and you look purely by his the way that he plays, how hard he hustles, and how good of a player he is, I think Bryce Harper is one of the most underrated players in baseball because a lot of people overlook him for some odd reason. Well, it's because he comes over as kind of a a dick. Yeah, and he's <laughs> not giving me a lot of fantasy points, so he's got to pick it up. <laughs> You forget you that. For we're not doing trade discussions on the podcast. All right. I, think off should. I like that idea. Fine. You guys talk about what you guys want. Keep it short. All right. We don't got all day. And Christian, who you want? Well, I, was, <laughs> I was more. I was more so kidding. I'm uh, ready. I'm ready. 
You better, you better have some pictures for me because I yeah, need yeah, you know what, Christian? How about you how about you think of your guys that you want to send Christian while we go on to the next topic? Did so, you say Christian you want to send Christian? Excuse me? Did I I don't know. You so, did. <laughs> whatever. I don't really care at this point. So sticking with this topic, the most overrated player. Uh Kevin, why don't you start with who is your most overrated player? I'm going to be honest. Charlie Morton, bro. People hype him up. He's not good. <laughs> People wow. hype him up, but he's just okay. He is just okay. He, oh, God. It annoys the hell out of me. People think he's like the greatest pitcher of all time. And I'm like, dude, it's Charlie Morton. Chill. <laughs> like, he's not He's not that good. That, that, that would be my pick, Michael. Mr. Charlie Morton. I, I, I can somewhat get behind that. I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, he's still good. Like, he's okay. But I, I just I just have always felt that he's been, like, super hyped up mm-hmm. when he's not that great. No, I, I, I get that. Okay. Yeah. Christian, what is your most overrated player? I'm sorry, Yankees faithful. No, you're not. Don't say No, it. I'm not. <laughs> Derek Jeter. Wow. Really? Derek Jeter. Honestly, I would agree. Even even over 3,000 hits. Was he like 3,400 hits or whatever he had? Really? Okay, Mm -hmm. I want to hear this. So, I just just don't, you know, I don't get it. Is there any bias? Is there any bias because it's the Yankees? No. I've even heard heard from Yankees fans that Derek Jeter is overrated. Oh, okay. Um, Continue. Uh, you know, people hyped him up as this great defender when <laughs> really he wasn't that good of a defender. Um, he just he, he just got hyped because he jumped and threw it once. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! All of us as kids would do. We would do the 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 backhand going to a, a right. right as a short time. Cheater! Oh, everybody did that. Right. Which is what what would which is my point. Um, dude could only like do that successfully, maybe one out of fifty tries. Um, <laughs> yes, he he has he had three over three thousand hits and everything. You know, good for him. Um, but it just you know, Miggy getting three thousand hits is more, you know. I'm I'm more impressed about that than for Jeter. Um, Jeter didn't hit for power at all. Um, I mean, it's just, you know, he was just, you know, he's made to be like, oh, one of the greatest players of all time. When I could name 10 players, 10 players, you know, back then, like before his time and even now that were better than Derek Jeter in the field and hitting. And I'm going to be honest, I agree with Christian. Like, I definitely think he's overrated. Like, yes, he could he could hit. Okay, great. Like, he could hit. But defensively, he was dog water. Like, bad. Like, everyone knows him for, like Christian said, like two moments in history where he's like, oh, do you see that? I threw it really cool. And I'm like, all right, you made an awesome defensive play once, and everyone thinks you're goaded. And I'm like, no. So I, I agree with, with Christian on that. I mean, I would kind of disagree with you guys about that, but uh, I guess that's an, another debate for another day. 
you know, Derek Jeter, I'm, I'm on his baseball reference right now. You know, the dude has a career 3,465 hits, 260 home runs, not, a, not an easy feat, a lifetime of 310 average, and a 71.3 war. Still going to say he's overrated? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I disagree with you, but, you know, what do I know? Um, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Yankees as well. Uh, not not because it's the Yankees, but purely because this guy is, in my opinion, purely overrated. Uh, I'm gonna go with Garrett Cole. I'm gonna ah. I'm gonna I feel like Garrett Cole, like like how you tried to describe Derek Jeter. I feel like Garrett Cole has been perceived as like deep in baseball, which at best I feel like he he definitely is in top ten, but he's not he's not the guy. If you know, if you really pay attention in times when it matters most, at the end of games, especially in playoff games, he craps the bed. He he, he, he it, amount of money that he gets paid, and to be the guy, and to be in, and to be the guy in the spot, whether it's at the end of the game of a regular season or in the playoffs. More importantly, he does not get it done. For the amount of money that he gets paid and the praise that he gets, I, to me, he's the most overrated player in the game today. I, I don't, I don't trust him, especially in a playoff game, at all. And ever since they really cracked down on the uh, quote-unquote spider tax stuff last season, he's pretty much just been on a downward slope since then because you know he was clearly using that stuff, and you know he can't, and now he can't pitch very well. So, take that for what you will. My guys, get a call. All right, hold on. Give me a give me a hot second here. Oh God, I can only imagine why Christian's saying, "Give me a hot second. Kev, what do you think on our picks so far? Uh, honestly, like I, I think you're kind of right with Garrett Cole. Um, I feel like recently he hasn't been playing up to his standards, and it just. But I definitely think he is super hyped up. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Um, would I say he's super overrated? I don't know if I'd say that, but he's definitely overrated on some level. That's for sure. Okay, so, all right, I pulled up his baseball reference. Mm-hmm. So this year, he is 2-0 and with a 2.67 ERA. Uh, 30 innings pitched, 37 strikeouts, and a 1.121 whip. Uh, last year, he had an ERA of 3.23 uh, with, let me see here, 243 strikeouts and 41 walks. His career ERA is 3.19. His career war is 31.9. There's 119 wins. Uh, let's see here. 1,710 strikeouts and a career whip of 1.112. Okay. So now that you're on baseball reference looking at all his regular season stuff, which I never said he was bad at the regular season, now look at his playoff stuff. Then you'll have your answer. So okay. on, to, on to the the next thing. Uh, Kev, let's start with this on you. What is the player that grew on you? 
What what kind of guy are you like? You weren't really a big fan of it. Like, you know what? He's growing on me. Who, who's that guy for you? That is Brandon Woodruff for me. Really? Okay. Yeah, he definitely grew on me. Okay, why is that? I just think, like, I, I kind of knew who he was. I was like, all right, you know, kind of checking him and watching him play. But, I mean, I think he's pretty darn good. Like, I just liked how he threw. I liked that he was doing well. Um, I've, I've had him in my fantasy team the past couple of years, so that may have helped the cause as well. <laughs> um, and honestly, like, I just, like, he just grew on me. Like, I just, I've been using him in fantasy, and then I've been watching him on, on TV. And I was like, all right, I like this guy. Okay, no, it just kind of grew on me. Yeah, that's fair. I think uh, I the my the guy that I had, I have uh, I have George Springer. I feel like um, after his departure with the Astros, which I I feel like for me at least personally helped a whole lot. Now that he signed with Toronto, and he had a incredible season last year, even though he had some times with with injury. And he's a phenomenal fielder. He's got good power. He's got speed. He's got a good arm. You know what? Like, I've like maybe like how you said having him on fantasy for being maybe helped a little bit. But I feel like my guy is George Springer. He he's definitely grown on me, and he's become one of my uh, favorite players. Yeah, you've been using him in MLB the show a lot. At least at least to watch. Yeah, I I I like I like George Springer. He's definitely the player that grew on me because. I once, you know, not really liked him so much because, you know, Astros cheating, that whole debacle. But you know what? Uh, he's growing on me. Christian, what do you have? Player that grew on me. Uh, I have written down Eric Rowan. Do you have, like, all White Sox players on your list for everything? Other no. Derek Jeter? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, other than Derek Jeter, yeah, they're all. Okay, <laughs> no. Okay, keep going. So, Aaron Rowan, uh, Eric Rowan, um, Eric, Eric, <laughs> Eric, Eric. Sorry, wait. <laughs> Are you ta- you talk about the the white the White Sox center fielder in your five season, right? Yes. It's Aaron. No, it's get Aaron. pranked. It's He's Aaron. Not- it's not Eric. Aaron? Yeah, it's Aaron Rowand. That's Aaron Rowand. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't Aaron. even know his name. That's why I was confused. Oh, get pranked. <laughs> I, th- I totally thought it was Eric. Uh, no. I don't know. I just hyped him up. <laughs> no. Uh, Eric Rowand was a WWE wrestler. Oh, there we go. Oh, my God. Can I watch him on the <laughs> WWE Network? If you look up old footage, yeah, because he's not there anymore. <laughs> but yeah, it's Aaron Rowand. Aaron Rowand. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> My fault. I'm sorry. Uh, um, that's fantastic. But okay, so I, I got the guy. You just said the wrong name. So Aaron Rowand. That's your guy. Yes. Okay. Why? Why? Why did he grow on you? Um, I I don't know. When when the Sox signed him, I I wasn't. It wasn't too hot on him um, for whatever reason. I mean, obviously, we were like seven. Um, and the more I grew up and watched, you know, you know, relive that team, I just, I just saw how how valuable he he was on the defense, defensive side of the ball in center field. I mean, the guy would literally like smash his face in to catch a ball. Um, 
and just uh, I don't know. He did. He just really grew grew on me over the years. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else I can say. I mean, I don't think we 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 don't win that year if you know everybody does what they did what they did. Yeah, that's a so, statement. Um, I I just feel like you know. I just feel like he was one of the main reasons that, you know, we were so good defensively and, you know, he could get, you know, get a hit or he could draw a walk, you know. So I just think, I think he was more valuable than, um, than I perceived him to be. That's fair. Okay. Um, if we want to go on to the next topic, I feel like this one, (laughs) now this one. This one's gonna be a really fun time. This is this is this is gonna be the time for us to vent out some stuff, let out, get off some stuff <laughs> off our chest. And I already feel like Christian's got a good one. So Christian, we'll start with you on this one. What is the one player that you dislike? Okay, so I have three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> go ahead. You got three. Lay, lay it out there, man. So the first is Jose Altuve. Okay, all, all of these Astros Astros players. No. Okay. Okay. K- keep going. Barry Bonds. Okay. And Alex Rodriguez. Mm, I see a common trend here. <laughs> 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 Explain yourself, Christian. Why those three? Well, uh, so Jose Altuve, a uh, cheater. Uh, Barry Bonds, cheater. Uh, a Rod. Uh, Cheater. Um, <laughs> Jose Altuve. Um, I just think I think his I think his character is just awful. Um, Banging trash uh, cans. You know, he he clearly he was. I mean, he was. They were all they were all caught red-handed. But I feel like Altuve um, has, has tried the most to claim innocence in all this when. I mean, I could bring out an encyclopedia of evidence, you know, of how he was cheating just himself. Um, like the, you know, you know, oh, I have a, I have a tattoo on my, you know, on my chest that, you know, or, you know, my, my wife doesn't like me taking off my shirt. Yeah. That, crap. You that, were wearing it, a buzzer. That's what it was. He, he, the, the claim was that he didn't want his teammates to rip off his jersey because he had a whole walk off home run because he didn't, his wife didn't, doesn't like him having a shut off on TV. I, I don't know how much of a excuse that was or how real true that was, but, uh, it wasn't. yeah, yeah, it doesn't, it was, it was a bold fly. Um, <laughs> And he still he still lies about it. The yeah. funny thing is, if you look back at footage when of that happened, when he hit that walk off home run against the world of Chapman, that as soon as he hit the walk off, he was you know telling them like, "Don't rip off my shirt, don't rip off my shirt." He gets in there and he's like holding it tight, and then as soon as he stops celebrating, before he can do his interview that was waiting for him by the dugout, he runs into the dugout, and then he comes back out like ten seconds later and he changed shirts. Yep. So, there's a lot of stuff coming out that are like, yeah, he might have been on doing something like that. He definitely was. He was <laughs> it's not might, he was. Yeah. Um, Barry Bonds, obviously, uh, used steroids. Not all of his career, but he did. Not all of his career, but, uh, I mean, it, it's obvious. I mean, nobody, you know, came out and, you know, officially said that, but 
you know when somebody's taking steroids when they go from you know this you know big tall lanky guy to just this guy who's like six five like 280 that just doesn't happen over an off season um and uh you know to me hank aaron is the home run king um so barry bonds uh wherever you might be uh you can go uh scratch yourself um <laughs> excuse me that's a new one I've heard. I'm, Go scratch I'm yourself. I'm trying to keep us. I'm trying to keep us on the air here, boys. No. Um, well, there's like other ways you could have gone around that to get a measure across. Like I've never heard. Go scratch yourself. <laughs> okay, but keep going. Uh, a Rod and uh, A Rod was caught cheating, um, lied, and then came out and lied about lying. Um, so. Uh, and um, obviously, he he played for a team that nobody likes. Um, and uh, I I just I, I he's he's a he's a mm, he's a dick. Uh, and uh, every time he's on ESPN doing a game, I immediately turn the TV off because uh, I can't stand. Um, him personally and his announcing is just bad. Uh, so, I mean, obviously there's a clear there's a clear pattern and why I don't I personally on a on a fan level and personally hate these three players is that they they cheated and uh, they lied. So, yeah. All right, fair enough. I can get behind those standards. I understand where you're coming from. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I feel the exact way how you feel, like to at least to the, the degree that you do, but I, I can get behind those. Kev, what do you have? This what guy's the- not a player. It's Joe Buck. He waited for I me agree. to just to open my mouth to get him going. He's like, that's Joe Buck. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Buck. Easy, simple. <laughs> um, okay. You had that primed and oh, ready. ready. It was Joe Buck. It's obvious. Oh, man. Okay. Why okay. okay. Joe oh. Buck? So, no, why? I, honestly, I was just kidding about Joe Buck. But, okay, you know, <laughs> I just know we all kind of crap on him once in a while. So, thought I'd uh, just toss that in there. But, yeah, okay, so in all honesty, uh, I'm going to say Adam Eaton. Um, Michael <laughs> you, Rose, do you, there's not really yeah, a reason. You you honest. don't like your Adam Eaton. I just don't like him. I don't, going to be honest, I don't, I've never heard the guy talk. Like, I don't, he's probably the nicest guy. I don't know. I just, I don't like him. I don't like the way he plays. I just I don't like. Him. Period. Donzo. That's it. Um, and number two. Oh, uh, he's got, got more. Oh yeah, I have t- I have two people. I have two okay. People. Okay. Adam Eaton because God, I just don't like the guy. And number two, Ali Rutschman. Whoa, uh, that's a lie. That is okay. A lie. That's a lie. So you I'm love him Ali here because I love the man, but I absolutely hate him in MLB The Show. And I just need to make my point known um, that he pisses me <laughs> off because he's actually good as hell. So um, that is all I have to say. But, so you're uh, just jealous of him is what I'm hearing. I'm jealous of him. But I would say my real guy I hate is Adam Eaton. But Adley, I'm very jealous of. He's amazing. So. <laughs> and he gets me triggered. But it's all right. 
but yeah, okay. so Adam Eaton is my guy. Okay, you know, I I, I can get behind that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just loved how you just straight out of it, Joe Buck. Joe Buck, bro. <laughs> just straight out it's of the Joe game. Buck. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's not waiting. Joe Buck in this household. It's not Joe Buck in this household. It's Joe Suck. Um, yeah, correct. Oh my. I I I like Joe Buck. I don't understand why people oh don't God. like him. I like the way no, he I'm talks. Honest, I like he's not, he he's not. He's not that bad. I I was. I would say that he's way better at calling football games than baseball games, but that doesn't discredit how he calls his baseball games. I Correct. love listening to him. Whenever I hear him, like, oh, yeah, he's this not is bad. Whenever I hear him, like, oh, this is big. Whether it's football, baseball, when I hear him announcing whatever, like, this is this is what this you need to tune into this because it's Joe Buck calling it. I I love listening to Joe Buck. I don't I don't understand what people hate about him. In all honesty, like you have, you have very, you you are like the ultimate like, like outlier of outliers. I'm sorry <laughs> that I like what I I'm like. Not, and... He's not my favorite, but he's definitely not my word. Like he's 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 a, he does pretty all right. You just hate him, lot? though. No, <laughs> I mean he does all right. He does good. I mean I don't have an issue with him. I got it. Um, so for me. Oh God, can, Christian! Can you already take a guess at who I'm going to say? Oh God! I know my girlfriend um, is screaming at the top of her lung right now because I know she'll listen to this, and I know she's gonna be saying it right now as loud as she can. But <laughs> Christian, you want to take a guess? Oh God! Uh, is it a current player? Uh, yes. Mm. Did he play for the White Sox? Yes. Oh, oh Grandal! <laughs> no, 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 no! Uh, <laughs> no, I like Grandal. I just give Christian crap all the time because he's not as good as he thinks he is. Player, you all right, bud. Like. You need to chill before I come over and walk down to your the house. The dude can't um, defend. Grandal, he can't catch, bro. He can't catch. But anyway, we take, take, keep, keep guessing. <laughs> um, keep, keep, keep guessing there, Christian. Is he a pitcher? Yes. No. Is his name Dallas Keuchel? No. Okay. Not oh Dylan's. no! I know! I know! It's Evan Marshall. Yeah, he got it. Screw Evan Marshall. God, I hope he stays on the IL forever. God, dude, talk about a guy who literally throws beach balls <laughs> right down the middle every single freaking time and gives up eight earned runs every single freaking time. He is the most infuriating person to watch. I can't stand him. Every time I watched him pitch, home run, 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 home run. Dude, you suck. I don't know how to put it any other way but say you suck so bad that it's it's not even funny at this point how bad you are. And it's just like he's on the 60-day IL for whatever reason. I, I was honestly disappointed at the Sox that they just didn't straight up DFA him at the start of the season when they were making those cuts. I saw they're like, yeah, they're going to put him on the 60-day IL. No, screw that. Release him. Trade him. I don't care what you do. Send him on a bus. Get him out of here. I hate <laughs> his guts. He's so bad. I hope he never pitches for us again. I don't care if he goes anywhere else. I couldn't give a rat's butt. I don't want to see him in a White Sox uniform ever again for as long as I live. That's all I want. If there's any, if there's only one thing I can ask is that I don't see Evan Marshall pitch for the White Sox ever again. <laughs> How did I? 
I was like, I was like, it's either Dallas Keuchel, and then I was like, oh wait. I mean, I damn, Mike. Tell us, how we, tell us how you really feel. Really feel. <laughs> well, if I did, we would be off the air. We would be off the air if I said how I really feel. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. But uh, yeah, I I can't stand Evan Marshall. He's the most like he's on the same line for me as like uh, Jose Quintana was for us. Like everybody thinks he's like, good and he's this and he's that. He sucked. Jose Quintana couldn't get past the second inning. For some reason, he got an all-star appearance, and the Cubs were dumb enough to trade over Dylan C. Eloy for Quintana and will and would dealt him away after two years. <laughs> Quintana sucked. It sucked for a long time. Evan Marshall, I hope you stay in the IO forever. Um so uh, <laughs> I'm guessing it's nothing personal. It's just the way he played. Like, no, it's not the personal. Just... I'm sure he's a swell guy. I'm sure that he's swell. I'm sure he's swell. I'm sure he's the nicest human being on the planet. But God, does he suck? And God, do I hate watching him pitch? But um, so triple I'm... A, triple A, triple A, DFA, DFA, DFA. DFA. <laughs> <laughs> So on to the uh, the final two uh, topics that we have for today. I want to start off with this one for you guys. Uh, Christian, we'll start with you. Your favorite player of all time. White Sox I think, I or think, anybody, I, I Michael, whatever. Michael, I think you could guess this one. It's literally anybody from the 2005 team. It, it's False. somebody. Okay, it's not then, a White Sox player. He's not. Oh, I, know what, I know what it is. I know exactly what it is. It's it's Big Poppy David Ortiz. Correct. Yeah. Uh, that, if it wasn't a Wise X play, it was him. I mean, I that 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 guy was my idol. Uh, you know, I, I always tried to copy his batting stance. I was literally just about to say that. You mimicked um, it like movement for movement because you were you were power left batter. Yep. And you did every like just the way that he came up to the, to get in the box, the way that he spit in his hands, the way that yep. he, you did I still do everything that. mimic for mimic, like perfectly. I mean, if there's a guy to mimic, it's David Ortiz. That I mean, that's fair. First ballot Hall of Famer. Um, I just oh, man, I I, I loved him. Um, every time that I, I watched him, whenever I could. I one time I I I went to a Sox game, Sox versus Red Sox game at US Cellular Field in Red Sox gear because David Ortiz was playing. <laughs> um, and there's this uh, there's this actually famous story that we were at the White Sox game and we were going either walking out of the stadium or going to the game. And uh, Paul Canerco's wife, uh, you know, walked up to us and you know was talking and asked me who my favorite first baseman was. <laughs> Paul Canerco's wife. You know and what? I was up, there for I that. David I said re- I remember this. I was there for that. I re- he, where, I was there at some point oh, with really? you and your parents because we we uh, we met some like at least two players' wives. They were standing out and we somehow managed to talk to them. I remember this. And I'm pretty sure I was there for this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if we no. had said like Paul can echo something, they were going to give us something. But you ended up saying David Ortiz. <laughs> yep, and um, I will. I can never really live that down because my dad always brings that up every so often. Um, <laughs> right in front of so, Paul wife. So straight, straight <laughs> to her tough. face, like straight, like straightest face ever. Just who was your favorite first baseman? David Ortiz. 
Just no hesitation. <laughs> he's, no like, he's like, yeah, that's right. Wait, what? <laughs> I can only imagine. I, I can't remember her face, but I can only imagine the look on her face. He's like, yeah, it's, it's Paul Conecco. No, it's David Ortiz. What? What do you what do you mean? No, you 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 mean to say Paul? No, David. No. Big Poppy. Big Poppy. Yeah, get good. It's David Ortiz. Get good. Oh, stop it! Okay, stop, <laughs> stop, stop, Kevin. What is your favorite player of all time? This man, I've gotten a picture with him. I have a signed photo with him. This man. Jim Tomey. Yeah, there's the guy. He is my guy. He will forever be my number one man. Um, you know, I have close seconds, Paul Canerco, Joe Creedy. You know, I got close seconds, but oh, Jim Tomey's my guy. Even though for the longest time, we always do, you know, Christian did David Ortiz, you know, when we played baseball, but I was always Bobby Jenks. Yeah, I got the OG, like, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> I, at the end of the day, like, Jim told me was my guy. Like, absolutely loved him. I have the jerseys. Unit I have a baseball. I got, like I said, I have a photo with him. I had him sign it for me. Like, it was amazing. Like, it was just the coolest thing ever. Like, I, he will forever be my number one. Oh, yeah. I, I, I totally understand that, Kev. Like, he's easily up there for me as well. When, uh, at least from me personally, when I first got into baseball, like, he was the guy. I remember very, very vividly, like, it was like yesterday. I was at my, my dad's in West Chicago, and we had we watched his 500th home run to win the game against the Angels in 2007. And I remember that crystal clear and watching that moment happen. And I mean, to watch crystal. that with my... Shut up. And to, <laughs> and to watch that with my dad was a moment that I'll never forget and yeah that's in in baseball lore you know 500 home runs and to do it on a walk off too that was super special yeah Jim told me I feel like he's one of the most underrated players because he hit over 600 home runs plus and like he doesn't get talked about very much in like the greatest hitters of our not just in our generation but in, in in the history of baseball he did it like during the steroid era, and he would he lean all the way through. Never did anything. It was just pure talent and pure hard work. And he got whatever six hundred plus home runs he did all through the pure love and hard work of the game. Like that. That's that's the player, man. That's the guy you want to emulate. You better believe it. So for me personally, I, uh, you know, shockingly enough, I'm gonna stick with the White Sox. My favorite player of all time, Mr. Reliable, Joe Creedy. Yeah. Oh. Talk about a guy who's Mr. Consistent, Mr. Unreal, uh, Mr. Reliable. You know, talk about a guy that you could count on for the most clutch moments, whether on the field, through defense, or up at the plate for a clutch hit or home run. Talk about a guy who was a clubhouse leader. Talk about a guy who was just amazing at this game and did everything he could to be better and to get his team to where it needed to be. Joe Cootie was the guy. And I, I don't know if that ever changed for me. You know, there's definitely a lot of guys right now that, you know, are up there for me. 
Like I love Andrew Vaughn. I love Lou Bob. I love I loved you know Paulie. I loved Burley. You know like all these guys. But I I feel like just Joe Quiddy for me is just on just a, that upper echelon for me. Not by much, but he's he's my guy. Joe Joe Quiddy I think for will forever be my guy as my favorite player. I granted I didn't get to watch him a whole lot from when I started watching, but. I every video I've ever seen, and and the few times when I when I first started watching to see him play, like Joe Cudi was the guy. For some reason, he just stood out to me. Nobody looked like him. Nobody swung like him. Nobody had a band sense like him. Nobody fielded like he did. At least to me, like he he was the guy that I gravitated towards. And you know, Joe Cudi's my guy. Yeah, see, it's Joe Cudi and Paul Canerco is a close second for me. Because I mean. I love them both so much. I mean, it's that's a really good choice. I'm I totally back that. Were these answers totally biased? No, totally not, not. at all. No. Not me. <laughs> so, as we wind down this episode, and we're gonna finish off with this last one, and I'm very interested to hear you guys' answers on this. The last question I have for you guys: Who is the goat? The greatest of all time. The GOAT in baseball. Kev, who's your GOAT? Well, see, I say a lot of people are goaded because I love them. Like, I think they're the greatest of all time, but the real greatest player of all time to me is Babe Ruth. Um, I just think that's obvious. I mean, he hit 714 home runs, had a 342 average. I mean, he had a 183 war. I mean, that's like, the biggest war of all time. Yeah, like, come on. And then he played outfield and pitcher. I mean, that's wild. And again, he wasn't, I mean, he played from, I believe, 19 till he was 40, I think. That's not mm-hmm. No, I want to say he, uh, I want to say he stopped around high 30s because his health was getting really bad. And when he passed him, yeah, he was getting close. He, he was in his, like, mid to late 40s when he passed away. Yeah. But, I mean, still, if you think about it, like, I just, it's Babe Ruth. I love him as a player. I love just watching old footage of him is unbelievable. I mean, heck, he hit he hit a bomb, go back to the dugout, and then smoke a cigar. Like, I that's mean, fake. The guy, the guy was, I the guy that was man. A, he's that guy. He is that guy. He couldn't run fast, but man, he didn't have to when he just <laughs> bombs every time. You know what, Kev? You were right. He he he. Uh, his debut year was 1914 with the Red Sox at at 19 years old, and then he played till 1935 at 40 years old. So you were right. He played till yeah. he was 19 till he was 40. But yeah. man, <laughs> I mean, so, it's it, it, it was a very easy one for me. Babe Ruth for talk sure. about a guy who completely changed the game. And not just baseball, but the country together. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, I I, I think that's a fair argument to say that Babe Ruth was USA's first celebrity. I was like nationwide celebrity. I mean, you could say like Elvis. Elvis was the. Okay, yeah, good point. Oh, (laughs) God. I feel like Babe Ruth was first USA celebrity that like everybody knew, every guy wanted to be, every girl wanted to be with. You know, like, he was the first celebrity that every single person knew in 
the USA. See, I told you dad bods are, are in. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Hook a brother oh, up. Oh, my God. Move. <laughs> Christian, who do you have as the GOAT? Kev, you were spot on. Um, I, mm-hmm. I also had Babe Ruth. Bless up. You know, you know, the great Bambino. I mean, come on. I mean, it's, this should be an obvious answer. It's, it's, yeah. Like, it's Babe Ruth. Like, I mean, yeah, you got, you got, you know, Ted Williams, Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle. I mean, like, you, you, you know, have Mike a good Trout's selection, gonna, but it's obvious that one stands out. You know, Mike, Mike Trout is, is going to be in that conversation when his, his career is set and done. And, it, and people are already talking about it now. Yeah, um, but he's still got to get there. You know, he's he's still got to get the numbers. He's still got to do it. As soon if he wins, if Mike, sorry to sidetrack, but if Mike Trout wins a World Series, then there's no discussion that he is in the top three of greatest of all time because he has a world championship. But because he doesn't, I feel like that's really hindering him. Well, is it is it his fault? No, not necessarily. But I'm just saying. Like that's what like we can bring that up about LeBron James. You know why is LeBron James like considered the number two guy, even though he, like st- statistically he's better than Michael? It's because he doesn't have the championships that Michael did. You know the championships matter. Want to say it or not, whether they want to admit it or not, championships matter. You win championships, that matters. That really goes on to your legacy, not just your teams. You win, you win it all. You are put on a different echelon. So I, I don't even want to get in that conversation because Michael Jordan is way better than LeBron. But I, I, mean, I know, but, but, he, <laughs> but you don't but, want to get me started on that. Right I know, now. but I'm just saying, you know, why is like if you look at statistics, LeBron is, you know, he, like he's he's got better stats than Michael in some categories. Yeah, but it's, he's it's played day he's and played, age. He's it's played longer game now. It's That's a different uh, game. If 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 Mike if Michael Jordan didn't retire twice, uh, LeBron would still be chasing him. Correct. But, but that's Easy. that's that's the point I'm making here, guys, is that because he doesn't have the same or more championships than Michael Jordan, he's not considered number one. If he had the six or the seven championships, Mm-mm. he he no. I, I, I feel like he would be the number one guy considered by Mouse. I don't know about that one. But, but championships matter. Championships mean they more do. than anything. I would agree. So they sorry do. to sidetrack. No, but but keep going, Christian. I'm sorry to sidetrack. Uh, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, Babe Ruth for me, um, you know, he's the guy, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know if, you know, his career war will ever be touched by anybody. No, no, um, never. I mean, no, no. <laughs> come on. Not even a debate. No, that'll never be touched. The way that the game's played now. No, that'll never happen again. Greatest head coach of all time. Ozzy Gian. What? No, <laughs> I love Ozzy. I love him. I like death, how but... I just called it a head coach. I mean, manager. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, this is not football. Uh, yeah, I love Ozzy to death, but no, he no. <laughs> I get to watch him on the on the Chicago at, after show or whatever they call the, it. The post game show. Post game show. <laughs> Jeez, why are you, dude? You you do my brain everything. is French fried. I did too much schooling today. <laughs> That's not an excuse, Kev. See, kids, see, kids, school is bad for you. No, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't say that. that. <laughs> All right, so I'm um, just kidding. You've um, been voted off the island. <laughs> 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 okay, so 
so for my guy, uh, if it's not Babe Ruth, I'm leaving you as a friend. <laughs> uh, boys, uh, we won three for three. All yes, right, sir. I was gonna say, Babe Ruth to me is the greatest player of all time. Has he been surpassed by home runs by two different people? Yes. Has been other stats been beaten by him? Yes. But here's the thing that always brings me back to why Babe Ruth is the greatest player of all time. And I mentioned this before. He legitimately revolutionized not just the great sport of baseball altogether, but the country as a whole. During that time of the war 20s and into the Great Depression, he was the sole reason why that country was really like kept afloat and why people like did anything. You know, baseball, uh, Babe Ruth was the sole reason why a lot of people went out and spent money. Like, it's the, he's the reason why it's called America's pastime because he was America's first celebrity and first person to like really take the, like, take the country and put it on his. Babe Ruth, the way that he played when he did was like, say, if Mike Trout right now hit 200 home runs in a season. That's the equivalent of what he was doing back then. Was the game play different? Were the plays different? Yes. But this dude literally hit more home runs than like 10 different ball clubs combined. He was doing it easily. The sole reason the Yankees upgraded the stadium was because they could fit more people to ha- to watch Babe Ruth. Hence why it was called the house that Ruth built. Because they literally made it for him so that people could come and watch him. That, that is no, really- nobody ever again will single-handedly dominate the sport or any sport like he did in that time. The way that America was at that time through the fallout of World War One and into the Great Depression, like he was the reason why it was kept afloat. He was America's first celebrity. He was the first great American like idol, really, to me in this great country. To me, Babe Ruth is the greatest of all time and will never be topped because of what he did, not just on the field, but off the field in this country. Babe Ruth, to me, is the GOAT. End of discussion. Goated. Goated. Absolutely. Now, if we're talking all time about it, if we're talking about goaded all time through every single sport ever, now that's a different topic and we won't get into that because that's going to be another two hours. Great. So, with all that being said, do you guys have any final comments, concerns about anything we have talked about today? I'm happy with the conversations we have completed in this session. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, businessman Kev. That was a great formal answer that you just gave us. Christian, anything from you? (laughs) Uh, Not really. Um, Go to a White Sox game. (laughs) (laughs) Please go to more White Sox games. They're very good and they're very fun to watch. Correct. Great. A goaded team in all of MLB. Even though they're not going to win 100 games. Hey, hey, sh- 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 let's, let's focus on the prize here. <laughs> the prize is the prize World Series. On that, the prize. That's the, the prize is the World Series. 100 they're, games is not. Hey, they're on a six-game winning streak. We're about to get seven. I mean. Don't you jinx us. Don't oh, you jinx geez. us. I'm watching the game right now. Jose Ramirez is up. Everyone you be quiet. Us. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. With all of that being said. Thank you all so much for joining us here today. <laughs> this has been the Two Bombs and a Mike Sports Podcast. 
to follow us and to support the podcast, follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter, both at Two Bums and a Mic. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Anchor app, and everywhere that you get your podcasts. We come to you every single Tuesday. Be sure to set your notifications. Be ready to listen to every single episode that we drop for you. We love doing this, and we're going to keep pumping out episodes every single week until we find a reason not to, which I don't see coming anytime soon. With all that being said, I have been Michael. I have been Christian. And I have been Kevin. Thank you all so much for joining us. We'll see you next time.